Hello, what's up? My name is Edward Park, and this is Bible Study at Momo. One of the most common questions I've gotten was, what's Momo? Momo was a chicken and beer place in Tacoma, Washington that all my friends used to go to. We were all Bible study volunteers on Friday nights for the youth group. Every Friday night after all the kids went home, we cleaned up the gym, and we put away the chairs, we locked up the church. We'd all look at each other and we say, Bible study at Momo? And that's when we all go over there and have some of the best fried chicken. And then we'd share crisp, super light, watery, hype beer. And then we just talk about our lives and even the lives of some of the kids that we were looking after. And even the beefs we had, we talk them out there. So every Friday night, all the Bible study volunteers would go and have our own Bible study. Soon enough, other Bible study teachers from other churches would join us. And so I just thought about how much life we actually had there. And people might think it had a reputation for debauchery, but I had a lot of fun memories just sharing my life there. And so for the official episode one, read yet another essay that I wrote. I hope you guys can sit through and enjoy this one. Thanks. A lot of us have been asking ourselves why our Christian friends still support Trump after years of his bullshit. You didn't want to unfriend them because of your common love for Christ. But you can't ignore the person who worships God next to you every Sunday while expressing their tolerance for suffering on social media. This all started when I wondered why some Christians got pissed about Jesus statues coming down. You're not even supposed to have any. Have you ever asked yourself why idolatry is a sin? What is idolatry? Who is it that you think you're worshiping? Have you ever noticed how Jews and Muslims don't have statues of their heroes? Buddhists have statues, and yet they're not known for behaving like jackasses in America. Meanwhile, paintings of God and a statue of David are the biggest shit of Europe. Statues of Jesus are all over the westernized world. If a god can be represented in some kind of physical manifestation of our reality, is it truly worthy to be worshipped if it has to be contained in such things? What reverence does a statue of your imagination hold? I'd probably kiss the feet of Russell Wilson if I saw him standing next to a statue of Jesus. You're acting as if statues of Jesus do more than you could ever do. It seems like we have confused the concept of wonder and reverence, as if we know everything there is to know about the universe. Some people just have a problem with saying, I don't know. They've confused holiness for piety and self-righteousness. I have never seen a collective of people talk with such arrogant confidence while being so incredibly mediocre. Does God give them that kind of empowerment or does it come from some other chump? It's fascinating to me that 4,000 years ago Moses wrote this concept of a God who can't be fathomed in this dimension of space and time. He literally carved it into stone as law before Einstein discovered space-time in the last century. Meanwhile, entitled shitheads are building a golden calf behind his back while he's chipping away on some tablet. 2,000 years later, Romans sacked Jerusalem. Then, entitled Gentiles gentrified and capitalized an anti-religious way of life called Christianity and called it Christianity. They decided to keep idolatry, erect cathedrals, and to live off superstition. They deified themselves as popes and saints. They pray to trinkets like good luck charms. Somehow candles and water became holy. Eating bread and drinking wine became actual atonement and literal cannibalism. They claim to obey this law against idolatry yet boldly defy it in your face. Catholicism and all its misrepresentation of the Bible reigns for 1500 years. 
1517, Martin Luther put up his 95 Thesis and the Protestant Reformation begins. And still, 400 years later, an entire religion for entitled people comes out of America and it's spreading across the globe. A westernized manifest destiny capitalist perversion of Christianity called American Evangelicalism. They worship a god of content and wishful thinking. Their Jesus is the ambassador of their masculinity. Submission is to the institution and not the throne. They take up weapons rather than repentance. They worship Jesus as a deity yet deny his humanity. When faced with existential threats, they double down on their quote-unquote faith in toxic extremist ways. They put the law and legalism on a pedestal over racial injustice and frankly deny it even exists. They've mixed their identity in nationalism with religion and call it evangelism. They are simply blind to their idolatrous reverence for the flag, the constitution, and their guns. Jesus specifically said if you're looking for him, he lives in the eyes of the hurting, the dying, the oppressed, the imprisoned, the widows, the orphans, the poor, the hungry, the addicted, the mentally ill, the sick, your neighbors, your enemies. He doesn't live in statues and paintings, and your pastors and leaders aren't the fucking second coming of Jesus. Then he said anyone who would deny them of justice, social and legal, is denying Jesus himself. He lives amongst the hurting. One of the few things Jesus said that you would burn in hell for is to deny justice. People don't hate Christians because of their values. Christians are the butt of jokes because American evangelicals are a bunch of fucking hypocrites. Even evangelical theologians rely on the theology of grace to continue being assholes while turning a blind eye to injustice. The church needs a 21st century reformation. And this is why I started this podcast. Because I don't want to be a part of that. But there's a whole lot about what Jesus has to say that will help us walk through what's happening in the world today. We are 20 years past the new millennium, and we still rely on the ways of the last century. American evangelicalism is a lie. More than that, I now regard all things as liabilities compared to the far greater value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. Indeed, I regard them as shit that I may gain Christ. Philippians 3.8